podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Thanks for choosing this free Anfield Index podcast. If you'd prefer to listen to this or any of our other shows without adverts, then now's the time to check out Anfield Index Pro. With AI Pro, you can supercharge your entire listening experience. You'll not only get all of our podcasts without the ads, but you'll have them far faster with our quick publish feature available exclusively for subscribers. AI Pro also puts you in the heart of our sound studio with an option to listen to many of our shows live and interact with the podcasters in real time as the shows are recording. Upgrading couldn't be easier. AI Pro is available on all popular podcast platforms and we have our own apps for Apple and Android. Just head on over to AnfieldIndexPro.com and get started today. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are, whatever you're doing. And welcome to a post-conference presser, ladies and gentlemen. This time, though, there was no Jurgen Klopp to be seen, as it's Bournemouth away in the Carabao Cup. That means that Pep Landers is on duty, isn't he? So, always an interesting one with with Pep, because I almost feel like it's an audition, so to speak, for him, or Jurgen Klopp lets him have that. He said, let him have a book, isn't it? So this is no real issue. So it's a chance for him to, to talk in depth. Journos love it. It's a fresh face. He'll answer anything. He'll talk about anything, so to speak. Bit of a test all round. So they are always, always interesting, these presses. So there was plenty asked. There was plenty talked about. We'll get into that. The Q's and A's. We'll talk about the clues we take from Sunday's destruction of Nottingham Forest, a clinical, a 3-0 pumping as you're ever going to get. We'll talk about Bournemouth in the Carabao Cup, the threats they could possess. We'll talk about the lineup. Interestingly enough, again, we'll see if we see a number of rotations, maybe eight, maybe less, maybe more. Who knows, as per last time. And then we will do the normal score and scorers, where I'm actually making out like a bandit for once, which I'm as surprised as you are, people. So, as normal, I'm your host, Dave Davis. Let's get straight into it. So, totally understandable. And the right note to ask about first, the right note to answer the whole Luis Diaz situation. So, what did Pep say? He said, he's an incredible player. Everyone can see that. The whole of the world can see it. We see him here in the building, the guy who always smiles, and we really care about him. The only thing for us to do is support him as much as we can. A lot of the things, a lot of the things around it are out of our hands and they're with the authorities, and hopefully they can find his dad, and we pray for that. It's not for me to tell the whole world what we are doing is for Lucho and as long as we're doing the right thing for him. The team responded after the goal the other day, which was a nice gesture. He knows that we are here for him and us and the whole fan base is behind him. Let's just pray everything's going to be a good situation again. Yeah, I don't really know what, what else he could say, that everyone's prayers and thoughts are with Luis Diaz, Luis Diaz's family. And obviously they were praying for their the safety of his father's return in that regard. It doesn't do any good to, I don't know if you speculated on it, what's this, what's that? All we can do is just fingers crossed pray. And he's right what he says there, that support Luis Diaz as much as possible. That is the aim. Simple as that. Also asked, and understandably, 
about the fitness of some players. Curtis Jones, but maybe, maybe more importantly, Thiago and Badgesetic. So, started with Thiago. We miss him. We miss him a lot. Imagine our midfield, our new midfield and new players, and then we have Thiago Alcantara in the middle as well. Guiding the others with experience, the way he passes, the way he moves, everything. Really miss him. And it's going to take some time so he won't be available. He's an unbelievable professional and a guy, and we do miss him. Then was prompted about, we badge and said, no, Stefan's still unavailable. Curtis trained, full of energy. Only one place really to start in all that, eh? Yeah, Tiago. I mean, Christ, there's almost those suspicions. I don't know for definite. You don't. Our guess is as good as each other's. But you're just starting to feel... Will we see Tiago in a Liverpool shirt again almost? Obviously, there seems little chance that we'll see him in 2023 in a shirt. And what's going on? But it gets almost worse, doesn't it? He was expected back after the internationals. Then Jürgen talks about his setbacks, his injuries. Now there's not even a time frame on it, is there? No time frame. Just, we, we, you know, he's out. We'll get him back almost when we get him back. The tragedy of this, people, is... I mean, Christ, he probably wouldn't have passed the medical anyway, but... You know, all those Saudi offers and, you know, if you could rewind back the clock, if Jurgen Klopp could rewind back the clock and it is what it is, you know, what what could have been. But, yeah, just pray. And obviously the other the other thing that's really sad in a way is how long Badge has been out for. And again, just unavailable. No time frames from hoping they're back after internationals to, you know, injuries and you get other things on the back of that to now just open-ended. Yeah. Not good for those two. Fingers crossed and see what happens. Then he was also asked about rotation, you know. A number doesn't seem to be affected. It seems to be results still, even with the changes. And he was quite honest, said, yeah, it's the quality of the players. This is a squad full of potential desire. Look at the Toulouse game when we changed eight times, or eight players, as he should have meant, and we still got the results. We've kept identity. We keep in the opposition's half. And we are constantly creating. That comes from the training. That comes from the meeting, from the videos, but especially their hunger and desire. I don't mind if they show their dreams. And if you compete for Liverpool, that's always the case and should always be there. Yeah, I like what he said here, people. Got to be honest. It should be that. It's almost an easy excuse and it's natural when you get rotation, there'll be drop-offs, things like that, etc. But look at Toulouse, five goals. People fighting for the shirt, fighting for an opportunity. That is all we can ask. And it's not tempting fate, but it does have a bit of the feel almost to that quadruple season. A feel, I'm saying, that's all, you know, where people come in and the train keeps on getting pulled on those tracks, as Klopp said before. So long may that continue. Also asked as well about players, Gravenberg and how he's settling. I really like this answer. He said, yeah, we're seeing the Ryan of Ajax. Really impressive, but it's why the club's so important. Everyone knows the player without confidence is not the same player. I'm not sure about what happened at Bayern, but he comes here with our full trust. We knew his potential and we even wanted him back then. We knew that we're trading, good conversations, we could show our ideas and he had clarity for the whole group. You see in the final third 
how he glides, how his first touch is. And the overview to play that last pass. The difference between a good and top team is how you do in between the lines. And Ryan has everything to be an eight like that. And he still arrives in the box. He still shoots. He still has the mentality to score. Thank you, owners. Thank you, scouting department and everyone involved. Fellow Dutchman, a player that he and Klopp wanted, who's had, has had, and uh, you know, I'll eat humble pie on this. I said on the transfer pod and others, I was a bit sceptical, didn't think he'd do it, but it's been a great start for him so far. Couple of goals, couple of assists, all those things there that Pep said doesn't need me to repeat. Wasn't outstanding, shall we say, against Forrest. He's got competition, shall we say, with Curtis Jones coming back, but a young player with a massive ceiling who's really pulling up trees so far. Good to see. Listen, everything is just, the graphs are all pointing upwards, aren't they, people? Long may it continue. Then he was asked about the youngsters and name, the Chambers, the Dokes, the Scanlans, all of those. Again, I like this answer. They have that one club mentality as we do. From a young age, it's the same style and coaches who have one target to teach them the values of the club. We've created that. And you're looking, Alex Ingerthorpe is more than 10 years in the job. So consistency is one. Jurgen Klopp here for eight years. Victor Matos is the bridge between the academy and the first team. Barry Lewis is coach and now the under-23 managers. Everyone wants this pathway to be open. Then you can create a club who's stable and has the right culture. So, for example, Curtis, if he did something wrong back in the day, you look at Millie, Lalana, they were picking on him. They were on top of him. Curtis is now speaking in the same way to the likes of Bendo, Luke Chambers, Callan Scanlon. That's how you create culture. We knew it was possible, but in the end, we are here and all these guys believe and want it. You need a lot of guts. You need to trust and give to it. And we believe in this process. This club is like an institution, in my opinion. Like what he said, and just before anyone jumps in, I don't think he was advocating bullying at all. It was about a, a top elite club has a certain mentality and culture. That's all he was demonstrating there. And I love what he was saying. A bit of a... And people want to like, you know, talk about plaudits maybe for himself, for the people behind the scenes, but talking about the culture and how that works. I don't think that's a bad thing necessarily. Then a question about another midfielder, Harvey Elliott. So naturally how he's getting on. He said, he said to Harvey a few weeks ago, never seen him this good in training. And that's when he wasn't playing. He's really consistent in his performance. And that's something we've wanted for his performance. He acts more like a senior than you think. And he has the character to be like that. He makes an impact. He's a player who has to make an impact, who has to create, who has to arrive and score. He's a really good player. I think it's an interesting one for Harvey at the moment. Off the bench, great cameos. Has an impact, like Pep says. Even against Forrest, ticks up the pace a level. Against Everton, makes things happen really against 10 men. That's his role at the moment. There's nothing wrong with that for the first team at the moment. Being the super sub, the creative option off the bench, that's good, especially for a player his age. He's got so much developing to do. Long-term, his stars, I get there's question marks around that. And, you know, you've got to give him a chance. You've got to give him time. 
there's debate, all those types of things. I, you know, I said that, you know, I think he's got maybe a tough time to be a regular first teamer, but at the moment, cameos from the bench making an impact. Let's just celebrate that for now. Nothing wrong with that at all. And he was asked about more, but the final thing I really want to talk about is he's asked about Jota, Dom, and how they've you know been bullish about fighting on all fronts. I like this answer. What's not liked about what's not to like about Dom? It's almost a scouse mentality to it. They have dreams. What's to say I should stop those? What I like and most important with Dom is when he plays this pass, like that pass is Mo for Mo's goal. With me, you can speak and say it, but you have to do it and show it. Not just at the training pitch, but here at Kirby when it's cold and rainy. It's not November, December yet, but I can see Dom has all of this. With Jota, he's like Darwin. He creates chances by himself. A 5-6 a game. He scores a lot of goals, but also he scores the first one, and that's the hardest one to score. So that says a lot about him. Yeah, why shouldn't he pick these two players up? We all, everyone will talk about Dom Zabozlai to death. And why shouldn't they? He looks world-class. He is performing world-class. The potential is immense. All the things we're seeing are immense at the moment. Why shouldn't we talk about positives? Jota as well. Not always a heralded player, I think. Sometimes almost seen as the fourth choice. But look at his numbers. Look at what he's doing recently. And, and he's right, Pep. That first goal, he, he makes and scores important goals. He makes important chances. You know, these two are deserving of their flowers right now. Why shouldn't we have a bit of a, a positive there? So all the things about Qatar and all sorts of things, obviously you always feel like you say it's no addition for him, but so much to like in this press conference. So we look back to the weekend, people, the forest clues. I mean, a 3-0 gubbing, wasn't it? It could have been more. We almost felt like we did it in second, third gear. So many good performances that Van Dyke, exceptional. So Bosley, unbelievable man of the match. Mo, a goal. Not that great performance, maybe, but the stats and the records just keep tumbling. Darwin, just yeah, all round again. And the the overhead kick. My freaking word. What a man. What a boy. What a player. There was so much to like. The thing is, guys, at this point, we normally talk about anyone who's played their way in or played their way out of the team. I think the biggest thing to say is, almost back to the press conference, rotation's key at this time. And there's so many of them. There's almost an established now, first, second 11. But the second 11's not miles, miles away. There's people with the real chance of coming back in. There's real competition. So it's all good in that sense. And so many of them, it's hard to really select anyone who, who didn't have a good game. Maybe some are quiet and others for obvious reasons, but there's no one I think's playing their way out. It's more about rotation, as it were. And when you think about rotation, you're definitely going to get it against the Bournemouth team. You're definitely going to get it against the Bournemouth team who are 17th, just above, relegation in the league at the moment. You're definitely going to get it against a team who won at the weekend against relegation rivals Burnley. Weren't lucky VAR, just took a long time. Absolutely ridiculous as ever. But a vote that was their first win of the season, people. Let's just be clear on that. So, yeah, rotation seems appropriate for this. 
They do have threats. We all know about Dom Solanke, you know, uh, an interesting player. I mean, he's got five goals, to be fair to him. In a relegation-threatened team, who have been really struggling with injuries. I, I just think, in the honest threats to this, and this isn't trying to play down Bournemouth in any way. It really, really isn't. Look at their priorities. It's the league. It's staying up. They're in that fight already. They've got a new manager who, you know, again, I'm not trying to sort of herald anything, but it would not surprise you if he's not there at the end of the season. It's not been great. The Gary O'Neill sacking looks the stupidest piece of business this summer, potentially. I'm saying that completely honestly, not deadpan, just it looks foolish. Look at what he's doing with Wolves. I can see them rotating. I can see them not particularly being sad about going out of this. Maybe the biggest threat is just the rotation, the attitude we turn up with, you know, how how it links together. But we'll see. So, predicted lineup For me, ring the changes. Kelleher in nets. Gomez right back. Luke Chambers left back. Didn't do anything wrong. Deserves another start there. I know people talk about Callum Scallion, Scallon, sorry, in his pace, but Luke Chambers, the better option overall, deserves a shot. Matip and Kwanzaa at centre-back again. I know Kwanzaa didn't start, but done nothing wrong, deserves the shout. In the midfield, Endo, great game against Toulouse, deserves it. Curtis Jones needs the fitness, needs the games, doesn't he? Straight back in. And Harvey Elliott, hopefully again, a real chance for those two younger players to shine. It'd be great if they had good games for them. Put, just put the pressure on in all areas. Forward line people, tough this, really tough. Gakpo is going to play in the middle. He needs the games. Ben Doak was confirmed by Linders as trading yesterday, so it would make sense. Now, no Luis Diaz for obvious reasons, which means the third option. Now, people could have said put Graham... Ryan Gravenberch in the midfield, push someone forward, but it doesn't maybe, you know, Gapo left doesn't seem to really fit for me in that regard, but who knows? So then you look and say, who needs minutes? Mo Salah always wants to play for records, etc. Let's not be silly. Nunes. Injury strains from, from the international travel and all that. They've been monitoring him. I just get the impression it's going to be Diogo Jota. But it's one of those where he won't play more than 60. And the reason for that is he hardly played any international minutes, Diogo Jota. So I think Jota left, Gakpo in the middle, joke on the right. And expect, again, a raft of changes. And the reason I'm saying that is, remember, the Carabao has zero extra time. It will go to a penalty shootout if it's level at full time. So I wouldn't be surprised if Mo Salah, Nunes... So Bosley, McAllister, any of the players I've all mentioned get minutes as substitutes. You know, just to nudge us through, so to speak. It would not surprise me at all. Could be wrong, but that is how I believe this team will line up. Which then brings us to score scorers and how we think it will end up. Here's what I'm predicting. 1-1. Genuinely, 1-1. Maybe Gakpo to get the goal. Maybe this is oh, a lot more talking than head. I would love it if he went to a penalty shootout and young Queeve was the hero again. He needs this Queeve, I think, a little bit. He needs a good performance. He's rotated in. You look at the Toulouse game. 
There's question marks against the finish. No people say one-on-one, but it did look convincing at his angle. The clearance where Trent had to clear it off the line. It's not digging him out completely, but he's not having many minutes to shine, Kelleher. And he's not exactly shining when the chance comes for me. I have to be honest about that pre-season as well. You look at, I know people link back to Southampton season a lifetime ago at the end of last season, but I just would love it for him as well. I think it'd be a boost that would just lift the squad a bit even more. So it's a heart more than head, but a Kelleher penalty save or something like that to win a shootout after normal time. Could well be wrong, but who knows? But yeah, 1-1, Gatpo to score. Kelleher to be the hero, but maybe it's just a wild Tuesday talking. But that, ladies and gents, is where we are. Let's all pray for a Reds victory. Let's pray for no more injuries, red cards or anything like that. And most importantly, let's just play pray, sorry, for the safe return of Luis Diaz's father. And that, ladies and gents, was post-conference presser for Anfield Index. We hope you enjoyed listening to this Anfield Index show. Please be sure to subscribe to our channel so future podcasts find their way to your device automatically. There's nothing quite like fan engagement, and we'd love to know what you think of anything discussed on this show. The best way to get in touch is over on our free Discord community, where both podcasters and listeners debate the hottest LFC topics 24-7. Sign up free now at anfieldindex.com forward slash discord. You won't regret it. You can also follow us on Twitter at Anfield Index and find us on Facebook by searching for Anfield Index. Oh, and before you go, we'd love it if you could leave us a five-star review on your favourite podcast app. It only takes a couple of seconds, and it means the world to the people who create these free shows. Sports Social Podcast Network.